0: More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio
1: and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, victorious. Are you struggling to meet your needs or achieve your goals? Is someone or something getting in your way? We're going to help you overcome those obstacles and be victorious through God's grace. Give us a call. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body uh, reveals how you can actually achieve it.
2: More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant.
1: Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior.
2: Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical. Theology of the Body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety.
1: Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen.
2: The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to Life.
1: Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, Victorious. Are you struggling to meet your needs or achieve your goals? Is something or someone getting in your way? We want to help you overcome the obstacles in your path and be victorious through God's grace. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. We're going to help you clear your path and help you achieve those goals and needs 877-573-7825 call up and share are you struggling to resolve a particular problem in your life or relationships maybe there's something getting in the way of you being able to successfully resolve a challenge or meet a goal maybe someone is standing in your way or failing to support your efforts or undermining your efforts to make a change in your life or relationships. Whatever the situation is, we want to help you overcome those obstacles and be victorious through God's grace. Again, the number, 877-573-7825.
2: I'm so glad we're you know breaking this down a bit and clarifying it, because <clears throat> sometimes I think, for me personally, that when I hear things like, you know, be victorious, achieve your goals, I have a tendency to move more gently in life, and so overcoming, you know, obstacles and meeting goals sort of makes me step back a minute, you know, it, it, it's a little intimidating. It's like, I'll, I'll do that, but more slowly than that, you know, you're intimidating me. But no, we're talking about any, any kind of goal today. Potty training your kid is a goal. <laughs> you know, sleeping through the night is a goal. Making everybody in the family actually get along It's a huge goal you know getting on the same page as your spouse about your finances or your spiritual life or your raising of your kids or the managing of your time it's a goal and then there are those really big ones where we feel like maybe the Holy Spirit is prompting us to change something in our lives to do something brand new to to move ahead in some way and we're not sure how to cooperate with the Holy Spirit or get other people to cooperate with us, which is something we see often over on the Catholic HOM app, where people say, I want to do this. I really want to have a more you know, faith-based family. I want us to all get along better. Now what do I do? How do I bring the whole family along with me and get people to cooperate with it? If we could just live in a bubble in our own little world, we might be able to be victorious over lots of stuff our own sinfulness our our desires our goals but as soon as we have to step out of that bubble where it's just us and god you know as soon as for example we leave eucharistic adoration and have to do things or leave mass and deal with people we just feel so blocked we feel like there are lots and lots of obstacles in our path so if you are struggling today to meet your needs Achieve any kind of goal, big or small. If you feel like someone or something is putting obstacles in your way, whether that's a person or a situation or Satan himself, well, we'll help you overcome those obstacles that are in your path and be victorious through God's grace. We'll help you take those steps today and connect with that grace if you give us a call today at 877 573 7825 that's 877-573-7825, we're here for you.
1: And whether, as Lisa was saying, this is just something to do with parenting uh, or family life, if you're looking to make some changes in your marriage, in your family life, uh, healing a relationship with a friend or a family member, uh, or just more personal needs or goals that you're struggling to meet, we want to help you overcome those obstacles. Give us a call at 877 877- 5737825 Basically what we want to do is help you close the gap between where you are and where you'd like to be in any part of your life or relationships. So let's talk it out together and help you be victorious through God's grace. 8775737825 Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's theology of the body. And for folks who aren't aware of what that is, St. John Paul, when he was Pope, gave us a series of reflections on creation, salvation history, the Gospels, that revealed God's plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships.
2: Our natural tendency is to allow ourselves to be limited or even defined by the obstacles we see in our path. The theology of the body reminds us to think of the big picture. In the face of an obstacle, instead of giving up, a Christian's job is to ask, how does God want me to respond to this? Instead of just assuming the obstacle represents the natural limits of what we can accomplish, the theology of the body reminds us to prayerfully reflect on what God wants to make of this situation by allowing Him to work through us.
1: The theology of the body reminds us that we live in a tension between what it calls historical man and eschatological man. I like saying it that way because it makes it sound like it's a new character in the MCU. Um, that is to say, we're, we're caught between <laughs> what is, that's historical man, what, what is, what we are now, and how God is working to make us all new in Christ. That's the eschatological man, the future us. Obviously, there are lots of things that stand between how the world works today and how God intends for it to work. But that's why we Christians have to learn to see obstacles as opportunities for God's power to be revealed as we allow him to work in us and with us and through us. No, we can't accomplish any of this on our own. And and yes, there there are some goals that, that may not be accomplished in this lifetime. But having this more eschatological or, to put it another way, spiritually solution-focused mindset allows us to imagine possibilities in the face of our obstacles. It allows us to hope for more than what the broken world and our own brokenness allow us to imagine. So if you are facing those obstacles in any area of your life, if you're struggling to close the gap between where you are and where you'd like to be in your relationships, in your personal life, in your spiritual life, let us help you overcome those obstacles and be victorious through God's grace on our show today titled victorious the number eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five that's eight seven seven five seven three seventy eight
2: Well, you know, as we talk about this, I'm thinking, you know, sometimes it's other people. Sometimes it's it's something else. Sometimes it is Satan himself kind of trying to get us to not do what God wants. Other times it's just our slowness to recognize the Holy Spirit, or sort of a desire to not have to jump into what the Holy Spirit is asking us to do. You know, as I was praying my rosary this morning, I was praying the Luminous Mysteries. And, of course, we have the miracle of the wedding at Cana. And in that, you know, as, as I reflect on what we're talking about today, you know, our lady had to say to Jesus, you know, they're out of wine. And he's like, what does that have to do with me? And and yet he could take Her kind of nudge to say, well, you know what it has to do with you. And she never said, you have to do this. She only said to the servants, do whatever he tells you to do. But she gave him that little prompting of maybe this is the time for your first public miracle here. And let him run with it. And he probably had to deal with, is this really, you know, in his human self, something i can jump into right now and of course he did he could answer that very quickly and respond to that very quickly we as humans who don't you know have that omniscient connection you know in the way he did is it we find it harder i don't wanna it's going to be hard other people who we are trying to prompt because of their sinful nature may feel too fatigued or too afraid to take on something that we feel we're supposed to be prompting them to. So if you're having a hard time dealing with achieving your goals or helping somebody else get on board with achieving their own or coming alongside of you in what you're needing to do, oh my goodness, let's talk about it today and get some of those blocks out of your way. Give us a call on More to Life today at 877 573 seven eight two five that's eight seven seven five seven three seventy eight twenty five
1: stay our concerns to the lord and we'll start taking your questions here on more to life in the name of the father, father and, and the, the son, and son and the holy, holy spirit, spirit. Amen. amen lord jesus christ we come into your presence and we bring to you all the things that we'd like to see changed all the changes we wish we could make all the struggles that we face in our life and relationships and we ask you Lord to help us to not define ourselves by our limitations by the obstacles we see in our path or the struggles that we face but rather to be defined by the power of your grace working with us and in us and through us so that we can accomplish all things when you are our strength help us Lord to see these situations through your eyes to discern the path that you would have us walk and then to walk that path confidently even in the face of obstacles and challenges and resistance from others help us to listen to your voice first and most importantly and take our and take your hand so that we can walk in your path and achieve the goals the vision that you have for our lives we ask all of this through the intercession of the blessed virgin mary and in the name and of the, the Father, Father, the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit, amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, the show is titled Victorious, and we're talking about overcoming obstacles and challenges in any area of your life. Basically, if, if you've got some situation, whether it's you know in your parenting life or your family life or your marriage or a friendship or some goal that you're trying to achieve, if you've got some situation where there is a gap between where you are and where you either would like to be or feel called to be, we want to help you close that gap. Overcome the obstacles or the resistance or the pressure that other people are putting on you or whatever you are encountering that's making it hard to close that gap. We want to help you be victorious in God's grace. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 573 Seven eight two five.
2: We're talking now with George, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Pennsylvania on the
1: EWTN app. Hi, George. Welcome to More to Life. What's your question for us? Thank you. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Uh, great job. This is Gio the evangelist.
0: You guys may recognize that name. I'm I'm from Pennsylvania, and I do a lot of uh, evangelizing. And you guys have been you know, nice enough to comment sometimes on my on my feed on it's not a a, a podcast. It's just I'm on Facebook. Yeah. Of so what month. can
2: we do for oh, yeah, you just, today, George? Yeah. <laughs> we want to make sure you have enough time to ask your question. All
0: right. So here's here's the deal. So I, I've been enamored with a woman who, you know, I've chased off and on for three or four years, but but it's finally, it's it's gotten to the point where, okay, it's either, you know, are we going to be able to go forward or not? And j- recently, two things just happened that kind of, um, you know, put me up, frankly, I can't sleep because of, of these issues. One, I was in confession, okay, with a priest, and, you know, the, out of the blue, nothing to do with confession. He says, well, you know, you really need to not be worried about marriage at this point, and you need to you know you may be a single man for the rest of your life and and maybe you'll be lucky and somebody will come along down the road and i'm like okay it, it shocked me right right off the bat because it was totally you know like what why would that even come up right now but it was obviously on his mind and you know he was waiting for an opportunity to say it i guess but let me just add one more thing that just happened this past sunday I do a rosary group uh, right after Mass, and uh, one of the deacons came up, and this woman's in my rosary group, and he comes up and says, hey, I just want to make sure you're okay. I need to protect you against this guy, and he's talking about me, and I'm like, wow. So these two things happen within like two weeks of each other. I think they're obviously related, and I'll be honest with you. The first one made me sleep. I couldn't sleep for two nights. And then this thing on Sunday, the same thing i haven't been able to sleep since this happened and i haven't said any both were totally out of out of the blue both were not anticipated and i haven't done anything that i'm aware of but there had to be a conversation between this woman and i think the priest and then the priest and the deacon to come up with this so i'm i'm at a quandary of i think if i go back to the woman and 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 address this I her back you know typically she won't say anything you know she'll just you know she'll just kind of like either blow it off or ignore it and I'm left like holding the bag thinking well, well why did this happen it had something that had to so happen. I guess I guess George I, there, there
1: are two things that, I, that I'll, I'll say uh, um, the first one speaks to this you know these events that you described and then the second one will speak to kind of the, the larger question um, You know, I would not approach this woman under the circumstances uh, because, you know, if you suspect that she feels intimidated in any way uh, by by you, again, whether rightly or wrongly, uh, I I think that, you know, going up to her and saying, hey, what have I done to intimidate you will probably intimidate her further based on the personality that you described her being as sort of somebody who would either, who sounds conflict avoidant. So if you're going to do anything, I would clarify with the deacon. I would say, listen, you know, I, I'm not aware of anything that I've done to, um, you know, intimidate this woman or, or to be difficult. Yes, I, I have be, I've been enamored of her, but um, I don't. I'm not aware that I've done anything inappropriate, uh, and I was really surprised by your comment, and I want to be receptive to that. Is there something that I should know? Uh, because she's never said anything to me about, you know, not wanting to have anything to do with me or whatever. Uh, she's never set up any boundaries that I'm aware of, you know. But and I don't want to go to her. To ask because clearly, you know, if 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 I'm doing something to intimidate her, then going up to her and say, "Why am I intimidating you?" is just going to make it worse. So, is there something that you can communicate to me that I need to be aware of? So that's number one. You need to clarify with the deacon what that was all about. Um, as far as the priest making that comment, you know, I, I don't know. I don't. I have no idea what why why that came up. Maybe he was trying to warn you off this woman or or what. But but what I would say is, uh, in in terms of the specific comment that he made about maybe you'll be single for the rest of your life. Um, I think that at every stage of life, we need to discern what God is calling us to, right? And, and the most important thing that you can do, is if you have, and this is for you or anybody else who's listening, if we have a desire on our heart, um, for example, in this case, for a relationship, Now, more than just a relationship with this particular woman, you know, there's a, there's a longing for relationship. There's a longing for connection. And that is, that's a good thing. But I want you to bring that to God. And I want you to say, Lord, I don't know what to do with this, this desire, to to have love in my life to to perhaps get married again to or to be married i I don't know if you were married before i'm sorry um you know i i i i have this desire to be with someone with 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 a woman and and i don't know what to do with that desire at this point in my life uh i thought that i could pursue this this person I'm. I think that that's probably not the case because I'm getting clear signals that the, the the that she does not want a relationship with me. But I don't know what you want me to do with this, Lord. I'm asking you to teach me and to lead me and to guide me down the path that you would have me walk, so that this desire you would either take this desire away, or fulfill this desire in me. But we have to. There's nothing wrong with the desires that we have. We just have to submit them to God and ask Him to teach us how to respond to those desires in a way that will. Uh, be that will glorify him that will help us be who he created us to be uh, and enable us to have a positive difference make a positive difference in our situation so as long as we're bringing those desires back to god and asking him to Teach us how to respond to them we 're in good stead and there's you know there's no we none of us know the future, but we can know that God is walking with us in the present and if we 're giving those desires to him, we can know that he has a plan for them as well george i'm sorry that you you 've gone through those experiences, but I do hope that these comments will be clarifying for you and help you uh, you know have a, a clearer direction both for how to address the uh, current situation and discern what God has planned for you in his future. Thank you so much for your call, George. If there's more we can do for you, you know where to find us. And we are taking your calls, listeners, about overcoming obstacles on our show today titled Victorious. If something is standing between you and where you'd like to be in your life or relationships, really in any area, let's talk it out and find ways to be victorious in God's grace. 877-573-7825, back in a minute.
0: Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot?
3: I'm Chuck Adica, and this is Journey Strong. Proverbs 16 teaches us that gray hair is a crown of glory. According to NYU, we get gray hairs because some of our stem cells near the hair follicles get stuck as we age, so they lose their ability to mature and keep their color. Someday, researchers may be able to find a way to reverse these stuck stem cells and turn the hair color switch back on. For now, the upside to having some gray, well, it can make us look wise. I'm not sure that works in my case. Just ask my wife. Another upside, too, the average cost of hair coloring at a salon is $75 to $200 plus each time. Think of the savings over time. Yes, it's good to have gray or white hair. Just ask anyone who's bald. Check out the Journey Strong tab for more on gray hair and this study at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net.
2: Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today our show is titled Victorious. As we talk about overcoming the obstacles between where we are and where we'd like to be in any part of our life or relationships, it's wide open if you are struggling to close that gap. Between where you are and where you'd like to be in your marriage, your parenting or family life, in your extended family relationships, and in your own personal life as you try to achieve your goals or meet your needs, we want to help you overcome those obstacles in your path and be victorious through God's grace. Give us a call, the number 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 573 Seventy-eight
2: We're talking now with Susan, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Florida on
1: Guadalupe Radio. Hi, Susan. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on?
4: Hi. Um, I just wondered how my sister should deal with her husband, who likes to tease her in a demeaning way, and she's asked him to stop, and he hasn't.
1: So, so, can and, and can you, is this like, it says on the board, uh, you told our screener that he does this in front of the, 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 the children, their nieces and nephews, uh, and that they're both Presbyterian ministers, so so that they should know, so yeah. he should know better. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, well tell their me. Yeah,
4: children are in their 30s, but they do have lived with them at home mm-hmm. for uh, many years, so they've witnessed this.
1: So, can I ask, I mean, <laughs> oops, mm-hmm. what, what? Uh, when you say she's told him to stop, I guess I'm trying to get a better sense of like what, what what's what's happened here to try to address it, and what is his reaction to it. Like has she tried to talk to him when it's not happening? About you know, has, has she had conversations with him about how her how feelings? You know,
4: I don't have all that information, but okay. being from our family, probably mm-hmm. not.
1: Mm, okay. uh, we
4: were not big communicators.
1: Okay, so that's part of the problem. Like, if when we when we save a problem or we we save addressing a problem when the problem comes up,
2: which most of us do
1: because uh, it's how we were taught to handle it, things, it tends not to get resolved um, because you know in the moment um, the only thing that will happen is the, you know the person that we correct maybe gets embarrassed or, or blows it off,
2: gets very defensive. Just they they literally can't take it into their brain because yeah. they
1: just go into defense mode. So they don't learn. Um, so the best time to to bring something like this up is when it's not happening, right? So you know, let's say after the after the fact, and when things are, seem relatively calm, for your for um, your sister to to go to her husband and say, you know, look, I'm not sure what your intention is. It's always important to try to give somebody the the benefit of the doubt, even if you even if you're pretty sure they're trying to be offensive. Uh, and to say, look, I really don't know what you're trying to do there, but but it really hurts my feelings when you say things like that in front of the kids. And I've tried to bring it up before in the moment, but that doesn't seem to work. Uh, what are you trying to do, um, and, and, and what can we do to to get it to stop? Because, like, you know, he he may not be trying to run her down, or maybe he is. May, you know, I, I don't know what the intention is, right? So, you know, there are some couples where, you know, there's just a mismatch in the in the sense of humor. Right. And he's genuinely trying to be funny and she's not finding it funny. Right. Or there are other couples where they're being passive aggressive. Right. And he's got all kinds of resentment built up against her. And he's making little digs uh, as a way of kind of getting her attention to resolve those issues. But the first step really needs to be her bringing this to his attention outside of the situation and asking, what is your intention behind this? What are you trying to do? You know, and, and and letting him not not that there's a justification for it, but but so if you can find out what he's trying to do, then you can say, well, well, that's not going to get you there. Right. You know, if, if you're trying to be funny, that's just hurting my feelings. And if you're trying to solve problems, that's just going to build more resentment. So how can we find better ways to to address that intention together? Now, if that doesn't work. The next step is going to be getting some counseling, uh, because it sounds like your sister's not a great communicator, and your and her husband isn't a terrific listener. Uh, my 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 hope would be then that that getting some additional support to communicate around these needs a little more effectively would help them resolve the issues. And so you can, uh, you know, so make both of those suggestions to them, or you know, download the podcast and just send it to them. You can learn more about that at CatholicCounselors.com as well, where we have our podcast links. Thanks, Susan, for the call. And we're taking your calls, listeners, at 877-573-7825, about being victorious in any area of your life or relationships.
4: Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomio. Americans
2: are curious about the religious devotion of others and are willing to discuss the topic but most say they rarely have conversations about faith with their Christian friends. A study by LifeWay Research finding Americans are widely receptive to spiritual conversations in a variety of settings now perhaps more than ever people are open to conversions about faith yet few Christians actually Christians actually take the opportunity to engage in personal evangelism the reason conversations are not happening about the Christian faith that Christians are not bringing it up and I think this is key now this person is not saying we shouldn't be concerned about religious liberty in the sense of yes there is great persecution out there but at the end of the day it is about the fact that we're not doing enough talking about Jesus
4: Catholic Connections, Teresa Tomio. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio.
0: Father Benedict Crochelle. I usually, I'm operating on the gifts of the Holy Spirit when I don't feel well, even when I'm annoyed, when I'm down and out. During my recovery from the automobile accident, immense numbers of people wrote to me and sent me emails, 50,000. And they told me how helpful they thought my talks on EWTN were to them. I'm delighted. But I want you to know I'm nobody's fool. The talks that were helpful, the sentences that were helpful, the phrases that were helpful came from the Holy Spirit. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. And the styrofoam packaging came from me. I did that and styrofoam doesn't amount to very much.
3: EWTN, live truth, live Catholic.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck. Throughout scripture, again and again, we hear that we're to not be afraid, that we must trust in the Lord and be confident in God's providence, deliverance, mercy, and constant care. As theologian Hans Urs von Balthasar once observed, When one surveys, even from a distance, how often and how openly sacred scripture speaks of fear and anxiety, an initial conclusion presents itself. The Word of God is not afraid of fear or anxiety." What a powerful observation. When we feel anxious, God wants us to wrap ourselves in His grace. But sometimes that's easier said than done. A good place to start? is to take a moment to remind yourself of all the other times when you were sure you were doomed, but God came through. Allow yourself to relive the relief you felt in those past moments. Then praise God for his past faithfulness and ask for the grace to remember that he is still as faithful now as he was then. To learn more tips for overcoming anxiety, check out my book, Unworried, or visit CatholicCounselors.com.
2: Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today's show is titled Victorious, as we talk about the, well, uh, we discover ways to close the gap between where you are and where you'd like to be in any part of your life or relationships. You know, are you struggling to resolve a particular problem that you've been facing either in your own life or in your Marriage, family, personal relationships. Maybe something's getting in the way of you being able to successfully resolve a challenge or meet some goal. Perhaps someone is standing in your way or failing to support your efforts to make a change in your life or relationships. Whatever the situation is, we want to help you overcome those obstacles in your path so that you can be victorious through God's grace. Give us a call. The number 877- 573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Don't be frustrated. Don't settle. Don't give up. Be victorious. 877 573
2: before we go to our next question, we want to send out a big congratulations to two more members of the EWTN radio family who are overcoming obstacles every day to bring the Word of God to you. Armor of God Catholic Radio in Kempner, Texas,
1: is celebrating their fifth year with us. Woohoo! And Red Sea Radio marks 13 years with us, with four stations serving Texas. Congratulations to our friends at Armor of God and Red Sea Radio from all of us at EWTN, and especially More to Life.
2: And all of you folks who support your Catholic radio stations are helping these people overcome obstacles and make God's Word victorious in the lives of so many, including you. So please remember to support your local Catholic radio station, EWTN, and all of the radio ministries trying to bring the Word of
1: God to a hurting world. Well, we are taking your calls right now today, and our show is titled Victorious, as we talk about the struggles we all face in trying to meet our needs or achieve our goals, and whether that has to do with parenting and family life. And uh, when I say parenting, I mean whether you are a parent of littles or adult kids. I mean, it's our challenge. let's face it, <laughs> relationships with adult kids are tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, or with your spouse, extended family. Friends, look, where people are involved, life gets complicated fast. Or if you're trying to achieve a particular goal or meet a need and you're facing a lot of obstacles, we want to help you close the gap between where you are and where God's calling you to be. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Let us help you overcome the obstacles in your way. And become victorious through God's grace.
2: Let's talk now with Evie, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Louisiana.
1: Hi, Evie. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on?
4: Hey, good morning, you guys. I'm glad I got through first. I got a lot of errands, so thanks for taking my call.
1: You betcha. What's up? I'm
4: getting. I'm getting older. I'll be sixty-two in August, and I have three sons. The other two are often about, you know, babies, married, and all that. But my youngest one. He leaves the nest, comes back. Leaves the nest, gets in trouble, comes back. Well,
2: it's mm. can we pause that for just a second, Evie? Talk to me about what "gets yeah. in trouble" means, so that we have a clear view of what this young man's like.
4: Well, you know, the frenzy hangs around sometimes a little bit, dabbling in, you know, uh, substance and things mm. like that, and not not heavy, heavy, you know, anymore. But um, so. Does but he get any more him.
2: first of all and does he get in trouble with the police
4: uh, not no that's been done for about three or four years so that's been kind of out of our life but now it's just kind of saying okay be responsible do get your job and but these jobs that he gets um, he goes through this place called like a late fine place and they 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 work every day but she doesn't seem to be calling him and then he gets you know, kind of like, oh, I'm not worth being called, you know, I'm just a burden. And last night when we talked about responsibility and stuff, he goes, well, I'm just a burden to you. And it's like, no. And I just thought, oh, my goodness, now he's thinking I'm a burden. He's a burden to me.
1: Has and he gotten any also, kind of, like, I mean, it sounds like he's really been struggling for a lot of years with uh, substance yes, sir, abuse, with has. social, you know, social relationships. With it. Has he gotten any kind of professional help at all?
4: He has, but there's one thing that in his life that I really don't want to discuss that you know happens and traumatized. But um, hmm. um, it's it's like he's still feeding that, and and I asked him to forgive one time. He goes, oh, forgive, forgive, and this and that, and you know and they can't forgive. And and um, but then I got, came across that song with Matthew West with forgiveness. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's an awesome song where the ladies. The lady's daughter got killed by a drunk driver, and she forgave him in jail, and they cut his sentence in half. Do you remember that? You remember I,
1: I've not heard the song, but that? but I understand your I understand your point. But but let me let me, You said that he has gotten gotten help in the past. Is, is he getting help now?
4: No, he. Yeah, I've asked, and he and he doesn't. He
2: doesn't. Okay, I think you need
1: to make it a requirement. So here, here's. Can here's, I just here, throw you know, in
2: the why okay, really quickly yeah, yeah, well, of of this? I want you to really think about like God forbid a zillion times. You're. We'll talk just just any child, you know, would have cancer. And you go through cancer treatment and the cancer diminishes or you get an all clear. Great. But if it returns at some point, you don't just say, oh, well, the treatment that I had six years ago just covered me. I'm fine. No, you make sure that you go back and you get the treatment you need for the Or even if the tumor
1: shrunk a little bit. Exactly. Um, you know, you don't stop treatment. He's still hurting, right? You know, I'm glad that he's not in trouble with the law anymore. Um, but But he was, and you know, and this is all still part of like you said he's still he 's got trauma wounds that he needs to heal, and it goes way beyond forgiveness, Evie I mean I agree with you that, that forgiveness is going to be a part of that, but um, a lot of times you know when i 'm still reeling from trauma, um, I, I, if i don 't know how to heal i don 't know how to forgive either
2: and hearing from someone, even someone as close as your mom that oh you 'll feel better if you just forgive that can't get spiritually and emotionally through what what it gets interpreted as is you don't get the pain you don't take my side in who you know against the person who harmed me. You don't really care whether I heal or not. It comes off as something that says, just get over it, yeah, even that's though that's intention. the last
1: thing you mean. Yeah, you, I know you don't mean that. I, under, I completely Absolutely. get that. You're hurting for him, and you want him to be able to move past it. And because you're not in the same kind of pain that he is, you see how he could forgive. Um, he's not in that place. And so... Um, what, so so that, that said, um, I do think it's you need to require his ongoing uh, participation in some kind of professional counseling uh, as a, a stipulation for him staying in your home. Uh, and and, when, and in response to the whole, you know, I'm a burden to you thing, that, that's a self-pitying comment that's manipulative uh, because what he's trying to do is, is get you to say, oh, baby, no, you're not a burden to me. You can stay here as long as you want. Um, your response to you know to that comment needs to be, you know, it's not a, it's not a question about being a burden. Um, it's a question of you not growing up, and you not standing on your own two feet. And it's my job as your mom to make sure that you can do that, and you can't right now. So I, you know I have to you have to I have to either see you making steady progress, or I need to throw you out of the nest one or the other, and I don't want to do that, right? I don't want to, to throw you out of the nest, but I need to see you making steady progress toward being a man who can stand on his own two feet, or I need to toss, toss you out of the nest and, 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 and make you learn to fly for yourself. And so in order, in order to prevent my having to toss you out of the nest, here are some things that need to happen. Number one, you need to be able to make a positive contribution to the home, right? He shouldn't be sitting around playing video games or you know, whatever. He, he should be helping you keep the house up. He should be helping to do those chores that need to be done. He should be participating in whatever your family does to, you know, to, to be a family.
2: And if, he uh, does, if he's never learned those skills because of everything he's been going through, it's time to start teaching him and come alongside of him and show him how to do it till he can do it on
1: his own. Number two, you need to see him look, looking for a job actively, not just waiting to be called by this one company, to give him a job Um, but but by going out every day and looking for something even going online and applying something every day
2: and including calling this place that he's you know gets referrals from every day and saying you got anything today has anything come through i really want to work because that will keep him in the forefront of their minds and let them know that he actively wants to be working that he cares
1: number three he needs to be in counseling he needs to be going faithfully to counseling to heal this trauma wound that he's got
2: And you may want to really pray about and consider going with him and doing some family counseling between the two of you so that you can know where the boundaries should be, how you can support him in his healing. It could be very profitable for both of you emotionally and relationally.
1: But the the, the thing is, you know, we have to make sure that the help we're giving is helpful. Right. And so just letting him come back when he gets in trouble is actually enabling him and you become part of the problem without even meaning to. Uh, you, you have to be able to say to him, look, honey, I, I am here to support you in making healthy choices. I'm not here to be a, a, a place for you to crash, you know, when, when, you're, when you've, when you've fouled up your life. I'm
2: here to walk through it with you, help you get the skills you need, help you start working a plan, even go to counseling with you till you can handle it on your own and we've healed some of our relationship, but those are the boundaries I'm setting around you being here. I don't want to cut you off, I don't want to kick you out and not give you any skills and just let you flounder and drown. I want to be there for you, but you have to be open and accepting of doing that work.
1: I will walk this road with you, but I will not walk it for you. So you have to decide whether you know you're willing to do those things or you're going to get out and, and stand on your own two feet. Um, and, but Evie, you know that's you know that's the kind of compassionate tough love that allows you to show him how he could recover and grow up, and lets him know that you're willing to walk along with him if he's willing to do that. Um, but you—you you cannot continue to allow your home to be a place where he just crashes after he fails at his life, because that's just enabling him. Thanks for the call, Evie. If there's more we can do to support you guys, don't hesitate to reach out to us here or check out our resources at CatholicCounselors.com. Well, as we head out to our break, it's time for our Scripture of the day, which comes to us comes to us from Zechariah, chapter four, verses six and seven.
2: Then he said to me, "Not by might, and not by power." But by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts, before you, the Lord will make this mountain
1: a plain. And I chose this verse today just as a reminder that, you know, if, when we take our desires to the Lord first and really test those desires, if they remain with us, um, then God has a plan for meeting those needs and meeting those desires. And no matter how big the mountain it might seem to be in front of us, God has a way through it. And we have to trust that. We have to trust in his strength and in his grace, not in what we think we can do, not in what we think we can pull off based on our circumstances, but really test those desires in the light of God's grace, discern that this is the path that he wants us on. And if it is, we keep walking it, no matter how strange or hard or difficult or impossible it seems, because that is how God is glorified even in our weakness. And that is how we witness to the world, to the power of God's grace by letting him work in us and with us and through us even in those situations where we aren't sure how it's possibly going to happen so take that to heart not by might not by power but but but, but by God's spirit and before us the lord will make those mountains a plain 8775737825 today's show is titled victorious as we talk about finding ways to close the gap between where we are and where we want to be And all of our life, every part of our life, every part of our relationships, whether that's parenting, family life, marriage, you name it. We're here for you. 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue in just a minute.
3: The most original and exclusive Catholic content is on EWTN Radio.
0: I don't like looking back. I prefer to look forward and keep moving forward. There's plenty to cover. I do a lot of research and try to dig out the bits and pieces of a life or of yes. an agenda that people don't want to talk about. The World Over with Raymond Arroyo. Tonight, 8 Eastern on EWTN Radio and Television.
3: Brought to you by the nonprofit Seton Home Study. Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray here. You thinking about homeschooling? Seton Homeschooling, 40 years of experience, 17,000 current students, pre K through high school. They provide the books, the lesson plans, the counselors, the grading services, the tests. That's right, pretty much everything. My wife and I use Seton. Some of our children, I'll tell you this, two of them got perfect ACT scores in verbal. And overall, the Seton students scored more than 100 points above average on the SAT. Over 30% higher on English and reading on the ACT. It's a rigorous program. You want to give the very best to your kids? Trust me on this one. Go with Seton. It is a beautifully rigorous academic program. Go to setonhome.org. That is setonhome.org.
0: Hi, I'm Al Cresta. Our generation is the first in human history to widely reject that life has any overarching purpose. Morality is considered relative, and we're even uncertain about what it means to be a man or a woman. Catholics at this time need to be awake, not woke. Sit down with Renewal Ministries' Peter Herbeck and I for an extended conversation with Noel Maring, author of Awake, Not Woke. It's available on the Renewal Ministries' YouTube page or in the slider at AveMariaRadio.net.
2: Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today our show is titled Victorious as we talk about closing the gap between where you are and where you'd like to be in any part of your life or relationships. 877-573-7825.
2: Let's talk now with David, who's listening to EWTN Radio in New Jersey on
1: domestic church media. Hey, David, welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Hey,
0: good morning. I saw Doug Sattel, S-I-T-T-E-L, on Google. I have the tapes of Trump admit he bribed
1: Russia. Oh, I'm
2: so sorry. We're going to go now to Gwen, who's listening to EWTN Radio Uh,
1: in Missouri. All right. Uh, nope. Unfortunately we, because David lied about when <laughs> dropped. So I'm sorry so about let that. Let
2: us move on. We have an email from Bella and she said I'm emailing this because of my the sensitive nature of this. I don't want people to recognize me. I'm trying to do natural family planning because we learned about it in marriage prep. And we want to live a faithful life. But it is a huge shift from everything we grew up with. I'm a bit more committed to the faith and to natural family planning than my husband who is now very frustrated with the infrequency that we can be together. He becomes very distant during the times that we can't be and sometimes stays at work until very late to quote avoid frustration. I feel like this is putting a lot of strain on our marriage. I'm not sure how to overcome this. Natural family planning is supposed to make us closer, but I feel like it is becoming a huge obstacle between us. And that's Bella, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Michigan on Ave Maria Radio. Bella,
1: thank you for the message. And, and, you know, what you're describing is, is a relatively common experience because, you know, we don't do a great job when teaching NFP about how to manage the relational piece of it. You know, it it is true that natural family planning absolutely can uh, help couples draw closer together, but it's all about how you approach it. Um, it, it, It's not the doing of it that that makes uh, the relationship stronger. It's the way the couple approaches the whole process that makes the relationship stronger.
2: That's a very, very important difference to take a look at and really will change your marriage if you approach it differently. So let's talk about how we have to do that.
1: The first thing that I want you to really make do is, is I want you to be to be praying about your marriage every day and specifically about your physical relationship as Together. well. Together. Together. Um, and, you know, I'll just share with Lisa and I every morning when we wake up, the alarm goes off. And before we do anything else, we roll toward each other. And it's Lord, help me to be the husband that you're calling me to be. Help me to love her the way that, that you want me to love her, the way she needs to be loved. Help me to, to help her feel cherished and respected and treasured and cared for. Um, and then she'll offer up a similar the same prayer. Same
2: kind of thing, depending on you know what's going on in my heart at that moment. We pray for each other's needs in that day. We pray for anything that's going on in our marriage that we need clarification with, or with our kids. We pray a blessing over them. But it's very short. But if we are going through something like you're talking about. We take those concerns directly to God. Yeah.
1: And so in that same prayer, you can say, Lord, you know, we, we are struggling uh, we, we, to, to really be on the same page with natural family planning and our physical relationship. We believe in the church's wisdom on
2: this and the teaching. But boy, this is hard. It's really a struggle. We don't know what to do. List your frustrations with it right
1: there together. And, and really start use that as a springboard for talking through things. Sec- secondly, um, it's really important that your husband knows that you, you do still desire him, that you're not pushing him off, that this is something that you struggle with too, right? Because what often will happen in NFP is that you, know, you have one spouse who is more committed to it than the other, and, and so that, that spouse who's committed kind of comes off as the gatekeeper. We can't do this, you know, and, and it's it's – when, when, you're, when you're going through that, it's, it, it, it makes the other spouse feel shut out and, and shut down.
2: Especially and, when, you know, women are going through cyclical changes and those times that when you, when you can be together if you're trying to postpone a pregnancy can often be a time of, of difficulty physically for the woman. So we end up sending that message of, I can, couldn't be with you during this fertile time because we've discerned that we're postponing a pregnancy and now I just don't feel very well and want to be left alone. And it just makes the man feel very shut
1: out. So it's important, you know, to find little ways to say, you know, this is really frustrating for me, too. I wish I could be with you. I, w- I wish we could be together in this way. I know that we've chosen not to because, you know, we, we pray about it. We don't feel God is asking us to have another child right now. But, you know, I really want to be with you. And, you know, just that encouragement and letting him know that you're right there with him.
2: I think it's important that we point out that, you know, we're coming from a place based on how you asked your question, Bella, that, you're, that you have discerned together whether God wants you to have a child or not. And a huge part of natural family planning is taking every single day your feelings about your family to the Lord and saying, Lord, do you want us to have another child this month or do you want us to postpone this? Guide us. We want your plan for our family. And and a good friend of mine who who has a magnificent family she and her husband always added in lord help us desire and love the children you want us to have as much as you desire them to to give them to us
1: i want to address the thing that your husband's doing about avoiding you you know mm-hmm. um you, you know again my suspicion is that he does he doesn't think that you're frustrated or that you care about this either and so he's just going to kind of disappear on you and you know which is not which is obviously offensive and hurtful I want you to. I want you to say. Do, do you think I'm not frustrated too? Do you think that I, I I like being alone and having to manage this all by myself too? You know. Let's get. I want to get through this together. I want to work on our relationship together. I, I, and I can't do that if you're disappearing on me. You know. I'm lonely, and I'm and I'm and I'm frustrated without you too. And 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 for you to you know for you to imply at least that you can't be around me because I I can't have sex with you that makes me feel cheap and it makes me feel used. It would really mean a lot to me if you'd be here and we could do something fun together or, or at least hang out with each other or try to build our relationship in some way, as opposed to you just saying, you can't stand to be around me right now, which just really breaks my heart.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, when we are married, we often just default to physical relationship to feel closeness. We stopped dating each other i mean comedians have actually you know done jokes on i don't have to date my wife now i don't have to give her roses or do nice things because we're married i don't i did that to get her and now i don't have to do it and really the church in her wisdom is saying you know if you've discerned that you're postponing the the chance of a pregnancy for that particular month that is an invitation to grow closer spiritually emotionally in your friendship it's an invitation to that so that when god does grace you with a child you have a very firm, loving marriage and family to bring another child or a new child into. So It's really an invitation to grow together as the couple that made that sacramental commitment to each other. It can enliven your sacrament. Uh,
1: I'd I'd really encourage you to pick up a copy of our book, Holy Sex, um, that, that, that addresses not just this issue, but really the Catholic vision of love and in very practical uh, very accessible ways, and I think uh, you and your husband reading through it together could be real, really eye-opening um, for for how natural family planning and this whole approach to sexuality can really bring you closer together. It, it, it but again, it doesn't just happen because you do the rules of NFP. It, it it happens because you know how to do the work on the relationship that NFP challenges you to do. Other, what what other couples will tend to do is they'll they'll tend to use physical intimacy as a a cover for the other issues and the other challenges Mm -hmm. that they need to work on in the relationship. NFP exposes those challenges and gives you a chance to work through them. But if you're not good at working through those kinds of challenges in general – things can get harder. And so it's really a call to you to do the work that other couples don't necessarily have to do on their relationship. So use the steps we talked about on the call. Check out the book. If there's more support that you need because it's not getting better with your own efforts, reach out to us at CatholicCounselors.com. We do a lot of this kind of work and we can help you get to the place that you want to be through this. Thank you so much for the question. If there's more we can do to support you, please reach out to us at CatholicCounselors.com to check out all the resources we have to help you close the gap between where your marriage is and where you'd like it to be. Well, that's all the time we have for today's program. Thank you so much for being with us. And if you'd like to learn more about the ways we can help you be victorious in every part of your life and relationships, closing that gap between where you are and where you want to be, let us help you at catholiccounselors.com. You can work with one of our pastoral counseling uh, associates, and learn how you can be victorious through God's grace. Again, that's CatholicCounselors.com. Get out there and celebrate the life God has in store for you because with His grace, there really is so much more to life. Have a blessed day, folks. Thanks for tuning in.
2: You've been listening to More to Life
4: with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popcheck.